0: This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your first stop for the best in Western style. And by the way, you don't have to be into the Western look to grab a good looking pair of boots. I recently got a pair of ostrich skin round tip boots and I'm warm with my suit. These boots are so versatile that I can throw them on with a full head to toe suit. And Anthony Smith came right up to me and he's asking me where I got them. I told them the only place to get them took and they have a seasonal limited edition offering It's right now this spring and summer including men's and women's boots apparel hats accessory and more My wife just surprised me with the ostrich wallet and a belt for my birthday in case you've seen me many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized and with regular live music and events there's no in-store experience quite like it if you can't make it into the store just visit tecovas.com that's tecoba scom they offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and they ship right to your door Go to dacovus.com and find your favorite pair of boots today. Guys, I'm really into things that add more convenience to my life. It's even better when it also comes with safety in a high quality package. I'm talking about my Eufy Video Lock. I'm still loving this thing. I love this thing so much that I'd like to invest in the company. I am so impressed with this product that I'm willing to back it. And if anyone out there knows how I can do it, please reach out. You got to check it out for yourself. I'll probably do a quick social post, but for now, just search UV Video Lock. Do it online. It's a 3-in-1 Smart Lock 2K camera with an audio and doorbell. It's easy to install. It has fingerprint recognition. So I don't even have to remember a code. I can control it all in an app, which again, the convenience is such a big plus for me. This Eufy Lock is fantastic, and I highly recommend it. Search Eufy Video Lock online. That's Eufy, E-U-F-Y, Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com backslash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your front door. What's happening, guys? Happy Friday! And thank you for joining another special episode of Your Welcome. Look, we got a show that is all over the place today. We're gonna to begin with an interview with former UFC fighter Stefan Bonner. Now, there was a clip that came out on Instagram of Stefan Bonner. It appeared he was at a hospital, there was discussion of a pharmacy, there was a staff, there was police. Let's check in with Stefan. Let's see how he's doing since. All right, guys, I'm joined by Hall of Famer Stefan Bonner. Of course, Stefan, lot lot going on with you over the weekend. I saw a little. I don't want to be an expert on it because it was on Instagram. It was quickly, and it's now been taken down. So I don't know how much of that I even absorbed. Can you just, can I start from the beginning? What yes. is going on?
1: Um, Pretty much. I had a wrestling match last Saturday in Sacramento. I took a bad fall. And when I came down, I broke my lower right vertebrae at the L1, L2 transverse process and my left wrist. Since then, I've tried going to my Dr. Sanders, the UFC doctor I've been seeing for 17 years. But I see every time I have an injury like this, so I don't have to go to the ER. And I was, uh, that failed because they wouldn't fill my one medication because I had already gotten a narcotic prescribed a couple of weeks ago. So I'm not allowed to get two. so I could only get the tram at all. Well, shit, I'm in the same boat. Next day I decided I'll go to the ER and I did, and it was a complete nightmare. And after the ER, now my shoulder's injured. I wasn't leaving fast enough and they were kicking out and the security nudged me and I fell forward and I had to plant my right hand sharply on the ground. That's my only limb I have. That's not hurt. They could catch me. And uh, I popped up and I got angry. So I started swinging the the club at him. Like, what the hell are you doing to me? I got a broken broken vertebrae, man. Like, I have the x-rays here. Like, I brought all the info, too. It's not like I'm lying. I got this report from Dr. Sanders. I could give it to you after the show. So, and, and you can read the words yourself. And I'm like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, my God, you can't swing a crutch at security staff and everyone, they're going to shoot you. So I looked behind me. I noticed that open bathroom door, and I quickly made it for that and shut the door.
0: All right. Now, and that's what I, I saw. I, I think that's what I saw because I, yeah, it looked when I opened you, so the, went the
1: door. And, that's, what, that's what you saw.
0: Okay. So you go into a bathroom. At one point, the police are there, Stefan, And you tell them. You tell them who you are. Yeah. I heard you say CVS has my ID. You told them I got uh, something. I don't know how Nevada law works. so I was trying to piece things the together truth. here.
1: I told them the truth. It, it, the funniest thing about the story tale is that like, I'm not asking you to believe in religion or anything, but me personally, I've become a little closer to God these last few years. I hit rock bottom and I was able to quit drinking and I'm trying to turn things around. So the day before I went into the ER, God sent me a message that said, practice telling the truth for 24 hours. And I said, I would, and this is what it's come to
0: so okay so let's just back up to to what i saw because i'm assuming that the viewer that's watching this uh, saw it as well so at one point the camera starts up you're with the police and you tell them. I've got a broken back. Let me start with that. You came off a third rope in a pro wrestling match. Is that documented, or are you are you
1: self diagnosing? I can send you that. That's how, that's what I got treated for. Doctor Sanis for this broken wrist here on my broken back. Okay. Although it doesn't say the wrist is broken because I had broken this wrist so many times in the last few years, you can't tell what's new and what's old. And there's also a lot of displacement of those bones that it could be hurting from. So he didn't write broken wrist. He wrote it wrist injury, left wrist injury, but he wrote broken. Uh, lumbar vertebrae and he took an x-ray
0: so what seems to be the problem with cvs you said they kept your id again that's a nevada lot i'm not familiar with it my understanding no they they say they don't have
1: it they say they don't have it after that the night i tried to get my prescription filled and got turned down i got was it was heated so i just pulled off angry and then the next day i couldn't find my debit card or id so i figure i left it there and it turns out it's not there
0: Oh, all right. Copy that. So we're still looking for the ID. Sounds like it's not a piece of the story. Where are we at now, Stefan? Because one thing that I'm noticing is that I'm talking to you. And according to the video that I saw, it looked like you were going to be arrested a day ago and you're not arrested. So I assume that's okay. why the video caught out and I'm now seeing I'm missing no, something.
1: No. So you see that first video where I opened the door and, and to the have that conversation with the hotel staff and then I shut the door again. All right. That was one video just to document it in case they took my phone when I got arrested in case I couldn't post anything just to get something up on a post. Right. And that second video you saw with the the police interaction with the police was right after that. I shut the door and then I opened it again. And I said, Hey man, I'm just trying to get out of here. I just want to make it outside. Please don't push me anymore. Like you did before. And they were like, okay, we just want you to leave. So they let me leave. And then outside I had that with the cops, like, Hey man, I know I'm just gonna hop in this car and you are gonna pull me over and arrest me, man. And I don't have a license on me. I don't want to get impounded. And he promised me he wouldn't. And I ended up a video. So I said, "Fuck it, it's my only chance." So I got in my car and uh, drove off, and no one pulled me over.
0: All right, so it wasn't a trick. You didn't get arrested then. What I mean, what did huh. all the police have to say? I, I've only, again, I've only got this video. To they go said off we just want to
1: get you out of here. We know you didn't commit any okay. crimes, but we just want to get you out of here. How can we do that?
0: Okay. All right. Good enough. What do you What do you do now? I mean, are you being treated? Do you have somebody you can talk to?
1: It's just the thing is I broke a lower lumbar vertebrae and a wrist almost two weeks ago now, and no one will help me. So now I'm even worse. Now my right shoulder's out. Now I can't even lift this right arm. Now I have to use a little grabby thing to pick stuff up, and it's even harder. Now I have to pee in a bedpan. Now I'm even more confined to bed. And here we are, almost two weeks later from the injury.
0: Stefan, is this anything to do with an insurance issue? I mean, do you do you have an appointment and you just haven't got to the no. when you say you you were refused? Is that because you have an appointment? It's not your turn yet, or or they saw you no, and said no, go away. My turn
1: and everything. I was in the back. I got called back to the doctor, and I asked the, the doctor said, What's going on? And I told him. And he goes, Oh, so you're here for pain management. And I go, Yes, yes, please get me a room. Yes, I am. And he goes, well, have you been vaccinated? And I go, no. And he goes, no room then, wait back out there. I'm like, I was just waiting out there for a fucking hour, man. You called me back, really? And he made me wait back there. And I knew they were never going to let me back after that. After that, I just stood there in excruciating pain on my crutches for another two hours before that incident happened where you saw the second video. And before that happened, I just called the doctor out. I'm like, are you ever going to see me? You never treated me. He goes, yes, I did treat you. Here's your discharge papers. I go, no, you didn't. Told me the way back on the other side of the door. You never treated me. And I said, I'm not taking the papers. And he's like, you need to go. We need to get you out of here. Here's, here's really what's going on, Chael. Try telling the truth. Commit yourself to the truth for 24 hours and see what happens. And this is that. And you know why no one wants to believe me? It's because it goes against the mainstream narrative. You know, I'm kicked off of my Instagram. I'm kicked off of my Instagram HighTiva accounts. That's a company I work for, HighTiva.com, HighTiva Cannabis on demand. And I, I'm probably going to lose my job now because that was a big part of my job, you know, doing the marketing and promotion for Team HighTiva. So I'm the president of Team Haitiva And like, I can't work. But I'm kicked off social media. Not just my personal account, but my work accounts.
0: Stephan, as it pertains to Instagram, they took the videos you and I are here discussing down or your account is gone?
1: Both. So right after I got left the, the uh, hospital and got back home from that and went back, I get a call from the president, the owner of Haitiva and uh, he asked me to remove the videos. So I go to remove the videos, and I notice they're still up, and you can still watch the videos, but I have no access to my account. I can't remove the videos. And that's how they left it. That's how they left it. I couldn't get in my accounts, but a lot of content in my accounts, the Hyteev accounts and my personal one, you could still go and see. Why? Because those videos were so hot. They were at like 10,000 views after a day, and they wanted to let, let them burn a few days, you know, make them some money before they, they silenced me. All
0: right, so when when we're talking about you haven't been treated, what, what are we talking about? By example, I don't know what you do for a vertebrae. You said you hurt your vertebrae uh, vertebra in your neck. Is that a body? oh Do we need a my body back, cast type lumbar's, situation? One you, you just need some medicine to... To help through it like what what does a treatment look like
1: for it this? would be like right now put like um, put me in a bed and hook me up to some pain meds just to get this because i was at a level 10 out of 10 two, almost two weeks ago and now it's even worse so what's it now you tell me so mm-hmm. if i could get something to help get these look at this inflammation my body kills i can't even lift this arm I i'm in so much pain i can't move so just something to get my my pain level down. And then a script, a 30-day supply of something, anything. I don't care. I could get those Norcos Dr. Sanders already written me the prescription for. And they're 7.5 milligrams, cheaper than the ones I get for my description, prescription. And a 30-day supply. So really, it's that big of a harm? Oh, here's why, Chael. Because I'm a recovering alcoholic, and everyone saw my DUI on TMZ. Okay,
0: so help me understand the Norco. Does that heal something, or I that's a it. pain medicine that helps... That It helps to deal with the pain, correct?
1: Yeah, and that's just an example. Percocet, like an Oxy, like I don't care what ten milligram pill you give me, please give me something to deal with this.
0: Okay, and in the world of treatment, though, in terms of uh, getting it better, set the, the pain management aside. In the world of getting better, what needs to happen? I mean, do you need to get into a hospital? Do they put this in a in a body cast? Do they put you in a? I don't know well, a lot about broken
1: this. vertebrae. Usually, require surgery. But the schedule of surgery will be a, a month or two anyway. So um, Dr. Sanders was like, I know you always prefer to see if things will get better on your own before going and getting the surgery. So were you planning on doing that with this? I'm like, yeah. And that's exactly what I was doing.
0: All right. So Dr. Sanders has followed up. You just couldn't get a room and that somehow tied into the your lack of vaccination. No, he status. did
1: everything right. He did his job. It was the pharmacist that cut me off. He, he he's ripped me stuff before he did his job just fine
0: how can i help you is there anything that i can do to help i mean do you have food do you have somebody there with you that, that can bring no. you food can i send no my else? wife's
1: a total bitch she doesn't help too much and i'm pretty much alone so i hobble up and excruciate excruciating pain and i make either a smoothie or a protein drink a couple times a day all right and that's all i can handle
0: you you will text that's me your... in the last
1: two weeks look how skinny i am man
0: you do look... Le- I thought you looked good, not skinny. I'd wore it different, but... Hey, oh, I, wanna-
1: I haven't had any solid food in two weeks.
0: I want to make sure I say this. Uh, uh, two things. First off, you will send me your address. I will get you food. I will get that dropped to your door. Secondly, I'm in a little bit of a tough spot where I find this to be interesting, and I find you, for the viewer, to be an interesting
1: guy. I do not want to be taking
0: advantage of you because you are on a type of a medication. Are we I in am not spot? on any
1: medications. I'm in a lot of pain. Okay. So that's the problem, all right? So you do what you want. I sent you like five or six other videos that sequentially tell the whole story. Why don't you piece those together yourself and play them for your fans? That's okay. all I ask of you. If you want to do me a favor, if you want to help out, do that. Copy that.
0: I, I haven't seen those yet. I know that you sent those off oh, to the Oh, and producer. I'll send
1: you, right after we hang up, I'll send you Dr. Sanders um, a picture of the, the my uh, diagnosis paper. So you can see that too. So I'm not lying about the vertebrae.
0: I want you to feel better and I want to send you some food. Will you give me that address?
1: I don't need food. I got food here. I need you to put those videos, string them together and tell my story. Please.
0: I'm going to check in with you. Thank you, Stefan. All
1: right, chill. Feel better,
0: pal. All right, thanks to Stefan for joining. Thanks to you guys for entertaining me on that one. Now, let's talk about the breaking news of the day that involves a guy who we might be talking about in a couple of years. Gable Stevenson wants to be an entertainer. He's not. He is not. But he wants to be. He's very smart. He's not educated. He will be. Young man finishing up. He is a worker. He's a worker. Now, Gable will be an entertainer. He will get to where he wants to go. This is a guy who hasn't thrown an air ball in life yet. He has succeeded at everything he set out to do. He will at this too. When I say he's not an entertainer, he's a worker. The worker is harder to get to than the entertainer. The entertainer is the easy one. He just needs a camera. He just needs to adapt a couple of things. He needs to get the stick and the gimmick and see which direction he's going to go. He is going to hit it out of the park. It's not there yet. When I say he's a worker... We have speculated and we have wondered what Gable Stevenson is going to do. I know him personally. I have talked to him privately. He has never broken character. He has stuck to it knowing he's talking to a fellow worker, which means he knows that I know what he's doing. He does it anyway, which is I'm not going to tell you. Why am I not going to tell you? Because you're speculating about it and people are talking about it. And As soon as I tell them, they have nothing left to speculate about. And I fear that they're going to quit talking. He's right. Of course he's right. But for a 21-year-old who's yet to break into the business to know that, even an introductory thing, like I said right there, for him to know that, show me another 21-year-old trying to break into the business that knew that. And he played this. He played it on a full-on media tour. There was reports that he was going to go to the Vikings to visit with them, to have some talks. I don't know if that happened. I can't confirm it. He, of course, has the option to finish... At Minnesota. I personally hoped he would do that. As much as I do want to see him in the NCAA, I had another reason. I just I wanted to get his degree. I know he's a year away. I know he's two semesters, four terms, if that's how they do it out there with the Gophers. I wanted him to get that. And wrestling's still gonna be there. Professional wrestling. He was talking about going WWE. I think if you can make a life as an entertainer and you've already fulfilled your competitive goals, that's the way you go. I think. Right. put myself in someone's shoes, but I think. I don't think he has to prove himself. I don't think he needs the grind. I think this would also open up new curiosities and new interests. Getting away from the competitive film and getting into the entertainment. I think. I I look at him. I look at how many boxes he checks and go, man, you're going to be something really special. Go. All right. But, I also saw him at the PFL He was at the PFL He did an interview live on TV He would not tell us What he was going to do Allegedly there was talks And I know Scott Coker even made this public With some back and forth through social media With Gable And Coker's interest and respect of Gable Dana White did the same thing So Gable went around And he got to have some real fun He got some speculation Now should be very proud of Gable. Not just his family. And that's generally where pride goes. But as a community where you're looking for someone you could have kids look up to, boom, you just found him. And he got tested here. He was tested. He could have gone to the Vikings, I don't even know if he had a meeting. He could have gone. He could have gone to the UFC, I don't even know if he had a meeting. He could have gone to Bellator, I don't even know if he had a meeting. Just by example, this guy could do what in hell he wants to do. He chose to finish college, stick with his team, fulfill his commitment he had already made, and get his degree. That's awesome. That is mature. I don't know. I know we all like to say that's what we would have done, but what have you? 21 years old, you're still reaching between a couch to find uh, coins to get your clothes washed. I mean, By example, multi-millions of dollars, fame, not as hard a work, and no more competitions. The NCAA has never been within the heavyweight class as hard as it is right now. Never. Simply never happened. For God's sakes, they have the defending Olympic champion. (laughs) That's just one of them. I could probably stop right there. The NCAA has only had a defending Olympic champion one other time in the forms of Kyle Schneider. uh, Ty Walls was there, pretty tough bracket. Of course, Nick's there, a pretty tough bracket. Man, this thing goes six and seven deep with world medalists multiple champions, never been harder. Why would you wanna go back into that grind? If you don't have to, why would you wanna go win the NCAA title if you've already won one? Why do you wanna go beat all of those guys on that schedule if you've already beaten them? Why? Well, he told his team he would, told his coach he would, told the school and the fans that he would, set out to get a degree Going to do that? Man, that's a cool move by him. That's a freaking cool move by Gable. I thought I liked Gable, right? I thought I appreciated Gable. Not as much as I do now. Cool move. To give you just a little bit more insight, and I don't have a lot of details on this. I had a somewhat special moment with Gable in that I I was out at Olympic camp, brought my cameras, had cameras with me. Gable got a phone call while we had the cameras rolling. And it was from the WWE. So he asked, Would you not put this out? Now we're standing there thinking, Can we at least have it? Can we have it so that someday, with your permission, we can capture this moment and put it out? So I've been armed that he was going to the WWE. I've been armed with that information, but I was given to me private in that moment. I, right, you guys know I didn't say a word, did I? good for me. Old Shale could be trusted, but it's one of those situations. And they got this new thing with the NCAA. Can't think of what it's called. It's an acronym. N-I-L-N-I-F. It's something like this. It just means as a collegiate athlete, you can receive sponsorship dollars. You can begin to do things with your image and likeness brand new rule just kicked in. So the WWE stepped up, came to Gable. So we're going to follow all the rules, all the protocols. Here's what we're going to do. WWE or any other organization could come in and come to terms with Gable. They could even sign him since he is an adult. Just not start it and just not pay him. They could do that. But tell him, man, this thing's as good as gold. Wait till you get done. Boom, you're an instant millionaire. And that happened with Kyle Schneider, by example. Kyle had won the Olympics, comes with a quarter million dollar prize. National team member comes with a payment every single month. Every month's payment times 12 times years. He had shoe spot. He had, they stuck in an account. He couldn't get it. He was an NCAA athlete. So this is a very real thing. They could have done that. Because the way this new policy within the NCAA works... They can say, look, go get your degree, man. We care about you as a human. Go do that. Finish what you started. The Olympics is already here. You're red hot. As hot as you'll be, you won't be any harder, hotter. That's okay. It's worth it to us. Cool move by the WWE. They do deserve, hey guys, Triple H, Steph, good job. That was cool. You looked out for a guy. I'm sure there's a self-serving measure, but you also looked out for Gable. That was cool. So that's what Gable's going to do. He's going to become an entertainer. He's currently a worker. He's going to become educated. He's currently smart. He's got a lot going for him. He's going to have even more. That's the story. I think it's the right one. I'm happy. I'm glad he's returning. I'm glad he's going to get the degree. But now we know the direction of Gable Stevenson. gable Stevenson is a star in the making because he's talking a lot and is taking real action look unlike john jones who most of you have probably forgotten about at this point that's coming up but first a word about today's sponsor today's episode of your welcome is brought to you by athletic greens the most comprehensive tasty daily nutritional beverage i have ever had summer has officially started which means time off, relaxation, and vacation mode for some of us, this does not mean to get relaxed with your nutrition. Athletic Greens is helping me stay on point with healthy nutritional habits. One scoop of this daily all-in-one superfood powder contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more. They all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in our diet, increase energy and focus, help with digestion, and support a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products. What a relief. Athletic Greens is my one-stop shop for it all. Guys, it's simple. It's easy. For you athletes out there, this product is NSF certified for sport. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free, and it contains less than one gram of sugar without compromising on taste, Athletic Greens is offering my audience a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. If you visit my link today, These travel packs will come in handy for your summer travels. So whether you or your family member are looking for peak performance or better health, covering your bases with Athletic Greens makes investing in your energy, immunity, and gut health simple each day. It's also tasty and efficient. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash chael and join the athletes and health-conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to optimal health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. Oh, yes! Yes! Jan Blahovich got one right! He was doing some media, and this isn't backhanded. This is straightforward compliment to the champ. He's doing some media. The media member asked him about John Jones. Jan resp- uh, responded, you just reminded me about John Jones. Not, not you remind me of John Jones, you reminded me about, meaning I forgot about, I didn't want really to think about John Jones until you brought him up. It was very candid, but it was also the right answer. Whether it was candid or whether it was canned, doesn't make a bit of difference, that was the answer. Now when Blahovich says this, even if there's some tongue in cheek, that's still the answer. And when I give John a hard time over here, Jones, by the way, I'm clearly got some level of fan in me because I want him to respond by coming out and fighting. So I want to see John again. So I can admit, there's some fan in this, right? But there's some lessons too. There's some real lessons. When a guy is removed for a period of time, you very much have to tell people who he is. You have to remind people why they cared in the first place, but what the fighter always misses, what John's missing right now, but all the guys before him did it as well, is how fast this sport grows. There is a new fan base here from the last time John fought. John fought, Dominic Reyes 2 now. There's an insertion of new fans. I could not begin to guess in a percentage how many that is. It is not 10%. But even if it's 2.5%, you're talking about mass quantities of fans who simply don't know who that human is. They just simply don't know. You guys uh, follow track and field, by the way? You know all about track and field? You enjoyed it in the Olympics a month ago? Do you know who Carl Lewis is? And I realize a lot of hands went up, but Carl Lewis is simply the greatest track athlete to ever grace this earth, and a lot of hands didn't just go up. You just don't know who he is. It was too long ago. Now, I'm going back a couple of decades. Very different comparison in terms of the percentage and of the number that wouldn't know. Some of them for Carl Lewis weren't even born. You understand that. You understand why somebody wouldn't know. But John is, to a degree, and again, it could be as low as 25 to 3%, but there's still openly people that just don't know who he is, just don't want to see him. You're then going to have people that know exactly who he is, but they don't want to see him. You're then going to have people who have missed him so much, and they clamor, and they want to come out. Now, what's the difference? If John comes back and this thing knocks it out of the park upon his return, regardless of who the opponent is, If it does, great. And John subscribes and draws from one of the three pawns that I just laid out for you. I don't know who you are. I do know who you are. Remind me why I care. I know exactly who you are, and I'm glad you're back. Those are the three pawns. Which one does the poll get thrown in? It's not a mystery, and it's not on accident. John is not going to be able to tell that story. He's not going to be able to promote it. John, within his means and mechanisms to tell a story and promote, is doing it now, right now. And he's got some pretty good numbers on social media, very different than if Dana White comes out and tells the story. So that's what you need. When you make your comeback, if you want to know which poll of those three pawns you're going to be fishing from, and those are your only choices, That's where it is. You need somebody to come out and tell your story. That's what a great promoter does, but this is also where the side of it, where if you think that you're holding the cards, just by example, I think there was a period of time where John thought that. And I think maybe even John had reason to believe that if the fight we're trying to make involves him. And that was the case. Where's John and Francis? But now Francis has other business, right? Francis just simply has other business, signed, committed, fight. So if that's not the direction you're going in. That was the piece of leverage that you were holding to. It's one of these spots of, look, when you come back, and you're for sure coming back. And I take John at his word. John has said it. But John say, well, yeah, I'm coming back. It's what I do. I wants to get some things worked out. I wants to get some things changed. He's been very candid, man. I can be annoyed by John. I can't say, at least in this regard, that John's done anything underhanded. He's told everybody that will listen. He's told the same story from the beginning. Fine, fine. But when that return comes, if a fighter makes believe that he is doing it or the simple announcement that he's coming back, that that's enough, that we will take it from here, stand back and we'll take it from here. That's a degree, in all fairness, a fight announcement what the media will do with it, particularly in today's world, with your Facebooks and your Instagrams and your YouTubes and Twitters and whatnot. TikTok, by the way, new one for me, TikTok, right? You guys know I just found out about TikTok. I'm sharing with you. The world is different, and that is a degree, and you can get a message out there to a degree. But you still need the promoter to make the decision, the placement on the card, the jurisdiction this is going to happen, to come out and tell the story, to light a fire behind it, to when he has his meeting with his executives, including that of the marketing department, to loosen up the purse strings a little bit. Get the billboards out. Get the shows flowing. You need help like that. Some of that is good, straight business. Other parts of that, you got to lean on some favors. You got to convince them. You got to tell your story. Some marketing, I'll just use it by example. When I had some fights, I wanted marketing. I wanted a little bit bigger push, but I had to convince some people. I had to convince Dana, here's the story. Here's why this is going to work. Here's why this matters to me. Get behind him. It's one of those things. There's only three pawns. Your poll's going in one of them. You don't decide. That's when you get that cold, hard reality that this is a partnership. That's where the politics come in. That's where the game is being played. There's nothing wrong with that. There is an air and there is something wrong with being in a sport this long, not observing it, Hiring people to guide you, and none of them knew what I just said to be true until I spell it out for them. So while you guys are losing interest in John Jones, for obvious reasons, you still love Jorge Masvidal and what he's all about. And here's why. George Masvidal is not appearing thirsty, and he's not desperate. He is hedging on both. He's hedging on it. There was a statement made by Masvidal's manager, one of the Kawa brothers. And they said, I believe it was Malky specifically, said George will do anything as long as it puts him on a path back for the championship. Malky didn't further that thought, but I loved it. I saw it and I loved it. thought, okay, George is still hungry. He's still that same guy as a grown man right now with a huge star and the BMF champion and the long hair and appearing on Pro Wrestling and got his hand in a couple of other ventures right now, but he's still that hungry kid from the backyard lying about his age so that he could get into a competition. All right. But then Masvidal came out and said he wants to fight the Paul brothers and he wants to fight Nick Diaz. Now, the Paul brothers and Nick Diaz do not do anything to get you closer to the championship. So these two statements do not go hand in hand. I still don't have a problem with either. If Malky's right and whatever's next has to be a step closer to returning to title form, or if Masvidal's right and he wants to go out and play this very unique card that he has and just do fun and interesting things. We don't get to have enough fun things in this sport, specifically the UFC. We don't. Not fun. Interesting, yes. Compelling, yes. Meaningful meaningful this means you do this this is a meaningful match that will get you here yeah for sure fun not that often it's just not what it's just not what we do here dana is just a very set philosophy that this is about uh showing who showcasing and identifying and then recognizing who the best is and if it's not you where do you fall in that order Very big on that so you don't get There's not a lot of room for the word fun What Conor McGregor does and gets to do is fun It's fun And the sport is more fun When George Masvidal is around It's more fun When you're creating Championships, by the way For a guy And it doesn't just go to George Nate Diaz that night when George goes on to be this huge star But Nate was the A-side But Nate is another guy who, whatever he pulls out of his sleeve and throws on the table, is going to be massive. There isn't a fourth guy. There's those three, and it used to only be one. It used to only be Connor. Connor revolutionized things in some way, in that he could do whatever he wanted to do and not get it wrong. Anywhere he goes, however this uh, this way, that way, title fight, main event, over here, this country, that it was going to work. But it was only Connor, And that got extended to Masvidal. That BMF is is the most life-changing single sports experience, not only for Masvidal, but that I have witnessed. It was a magical evening. Crowned off by the first ever induction of the BMF. I mean, it was really meaningful. And to not relive that and not bring that back, I don't agree with that. That's a different conversation. I won't digress. Speak about George specifically because I'm speaking about George specifically for one reason, which is I would not advise anybody else to do what he's doing. To have a mixed message between your manager and yourself, I would not advise. I tell you, get organized, huddle up, come out in one direction. To be calling out multiple guys at the same time in two different sports. If anyone else did that, they would look like a fool. It just works with Mosvral. He can, he just, he can do some stuff. He can word things. He can frame things. He can present things in a way that if anybody else did it, where they would look thirsty, he doesn't. He does not to me. It's a, store, a sports second biggest star. Still is. I forget all the time that he lost his last fight. All the time, I gotta remind myself. I forget he lost the one before that too. All the time. I got to remind myself, he's a massive star. He's very interesting. What is he going to do next? And I think between the two, and I loved what Malky had to say, I looked at George in a different way and I thought, man, that's cool. You're not always going to have that. You're not always going to have that hunger, but if you've still got it all these years later and the way that your life and image has changed and you still feel that, man, that's a cool thing. Got no problem with what George is saying. I'm going to go out and do fun things. They're going to be huge. I'm going to bring the audience along. I'm going to continue to tell a story. I'm going to make that walk. I'm going to do all of the fun stuff prior to that. It's a unique hand, and I believe of the two, this is the one that I would play if I was in that position. I for sure would have gone this road, but George did. How much longer is he on it? Malky says he's still there. I don't disagree. Malky says he's still there. George is saying he's over here in the fun category. And the only reason I would point to the fun, it's unique in that he's one of three guys that can go and have it. Connor, Nate, Diaz, George, whatever they do next, any direction you want to go, close your eyes, throw a dart at the board, whoever's name it comes on, whatever weight class and whatever rule set, by the way, those guys could spill over to boxing. That isn't going to happen. I'm sharing the fact that they could and it would be meaningful. So I would not encourage you to do what George is doing. Do not look at him, think if it worked for Monson, it would work for me. It's unique what he's doing, but that's the entire conversation. He's one of three people alive that just right now, it can't miss. To close out today's show, there's another thriller card happening this weekend. And although I cannot stand the product, the main event has my attention, and I have some thoughts about it. My official prediction for Vitor Belfort Evander Holyfield. Taking Vitor. I don't know that I would have said that to you guys a day ago. What happened? What? Well, here, allow me to back up because you can probably relate to this you can probably relate to thinking Vitor got dealt from the bottom of the deck and showed major courage even stepping into this. I did. I was impressed. Because if you look at from Vitor's standpoint, where size does matter, not to mention he's already taken a risk going to a sport that isn't his. And we can talk about the, uh, the Olympics in 1996 that he allegedly was on the process of trying out to compete for, It's a long time ago this is a different sport man this isn't the one vitor did okay so credit credit vitor right out of the gate but then stepping in against oscar de la hoya all right i've got my marching orders here's what i'm gonna do here's who this is here's what he's doing to prepare get a good eye on this guy 185 pounds he gets called vitor gets called a week prior to the weigh-ins And he's informed, not only is it not 185, and I'll use MMA terms. I realize boxing works in different terms, but let me use MMA. Not only is it not middleweight, it's not even going to be light heavyweight. It's going to be heavyweight. Have you ever heard of, even heard, of anybody agreeing one week prior to weigh-ins to change weight classes by two weight classes? I don't think anyone's even been offered that, let alone done it, right? So again, credit Vitor. Vitor's going to go fight a very unknown. We don't know what Evander's been up to. We know that Evander's known for a while that he's going to compete. Evander was of the state of mind six months ago that he was going to be fighting Mike Tyson. So Evander's preparing. He's preparing. He's a grossly different weight class than what Vitor was ready to do. For Vitor to make 185 pounds, he's changing his body. He's sacrificing He's cut down on the calories and, and and he's upped the workouts, put everything in stop, head back up, you can relax, don't worry about the weight. Okay, not a lot of details. The Phenom says yes, full credit VTOR. I assume Evander, just like you guys, all I can do is see the Evander in my head, right, just like an accountant. You're only as good as the information you're given. That's what I have on Evander. Evander's going to kill this guy. For Vitor, full respect that you're even going out there, he's going to get destroyed. And the odds makers agreed Evander comes in a 2-1 to favorite. Now, the weigh-ins are a short period of time away. The fight this weekend, must admit I don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday, I would assume Saturday, but some boxing's been going on on Sunday, right? The Pauls have been fighting on Sunday. So it's this weekend. We'll leave it at that. I can assure you the two-to-one favorite Evander Holyfield will not enter the ring the favorite. What happened? Well, if you haven't seen it, media day. That's what happened. Media day for this very meager event took place in a dirty small boxing gym somewhere, which in all fairness to a boxing gym is exactly what you want. But not a whole lot of space, which means not a whole uh, lot of media. means it's not very well attended. It takes place anyway. They got a camera. Good enough for me. Evander does an interview that is troubling and difficult in terms of the speech pattern. So he's showing some real signs that we've seen, some of the sad signs that we've seen from our boxing heroes, but then he does an open workout. Now the open workout did not consist of anything redeemable. There was not a redeeming quality within his power. There was not a redeeming quality within his footwork. There was not a redeeming quality within his speed. To do what you know is focus mitts and that's a great you can call it focus mitts no problem another term for that is you can call it running the numbers because focus mitts will all be done by numbers no matter who the coach is one two one two three one two five two, one two five two one two five foo slip slip seven eight one two I mean you're gonna run the numbers and your coach is gonna call them and you're gonna do it like a beautiful dance right So it's wonderful to watch. Floyd Mayweather and Roger Mayweather, just by example, two guys that know each other, two guys that speak the same language. It's a a thing of beauty to watch. On your first day of boxing, day one, you could be eight years old, you could be 28 years old. The first day of boxing, you're going to learn a combination called a one, two, three. Your first day, no matter where in your life that is, You will learn a one, two, three. That's a jab, a cross, a hook. One, two, three. Every day of your life in boxing, you will throw the one, two, three. That is one constant that will never, ever change. You will throw a one, two, three on day one, and you will throw it every day thereafter. Okay. Evander finally got to a one, two, three. He started with a 1, meaning the jab. He went to a 1-2, which meant the jab and the cross. Now, these are as slow as molasses rolling uphill. There was no head movement afterwards. There was nothing redeemable about this. But eventually, he did get to the 3. Eventually, he did get to the 3. Now, a number of times when he threw the 3, the hook. A number of times, he stumbled, and I, I-, I rewinded it to rewatch it. Because I thought he was throwing a power in, and there's some guys that do. Vitor will break a tremendous rule in striking, which is Vitor will do what's called a march step. If you remember Vitor's fight with Vandalay Silva, might be the greatest single example of the march step that I could give you. But it's where you will, a march. You're going to walk him to, in boxing, whatever leg's leading, that leg leads the entire night. It will never not be leading. You will never be square. If your right leg leads and your left leg's behind, that will never, ever change. Won't matter if you're out there for 3 rounds or 12 rounds. Well, Vitor will break that. And Vitor will step in front to now where when his right leg was in front, now his left leg's in front, and then he'll put the right leg front again, and then the left leg in front again. Marching. It's a march step. Okay. Manny Pacquiao is one of the rare boxers that will also break that rule. He doesn't do it often, but he will do it. And he will step the back leg in front of the front leg. It is that rare guys, that I cannot give you another example, and Evander was doing something like that with the hook. So I kept rewinding, I'm going, okay, I just caught Pacquiao doing that, it was the fight that Pacquiao lost, but I caught him doing it and he was landing the strikes, I was very interested in it. Then I saw Evander doing it from a hook, so I rewind, I watched it again, I rewind, I watched it again. What is he doing? Is he stepping out on that? Is he stepping through that? Is that to add more power? After rewinding and rewatching enough times, I realized he's falling. Evander is falling. He's losing his balance, and he's stumbling. It was not a march step. It was not a step through like Pacquiao did or even Vitor does sometimes. It was not to add power. He was falling. When he went to turn his hips to throw the three, the hook, he was falling. It was only a couple of inches, but it happened time and time again. Bad. This is bad. I, by the way, am not, would not tease Evander Holyfield. This happened. If you missed it, you're not gonna miss that Evander, who was a two to one favorite yesterday, will get in the ring the underdog, and possibly sizably. Very sizably. This could swing to a four to a four and a half to one favorite in Vitor, explaining to you why. Now, at the same time as you're seeing and you're observing this, there will of course be a piece of you that says, well, is he sandbagging? Was he sandbagging a little bit? That is not a terrible guess. You would have a problem with that in that history is the greatest trajectory to the future and there was no open workout in the history of Evander Holyfield, including his amateur days, that he sandbagged. That doesn't mean he's not doing it. You still have to consider. This was baffling. This was baffling. So former world champion, Joel, you guys know Joel. Joel and I watched this together. We had breakfast today. And Joel said, wait, I, you know, I got to tell you, Chael, because I said, this is this is confusing to me. That's the word that I used. He goes, yeah, I got to tell you, I'm the same age as him. And if I went and did mitts, I think it would look the same. I go, whoa, Joel, I, I disagree with what you're saying. Yes, you probably would look the same as Evander. You are not a former five-time world champion with an Olympic medal. It would not be confusing if you did it, Joel. It would be. It's confusing to me to see Evander doing this. Final thought that I'll leave you with on this. If you think, well, we've got to consider Evander sandbagged. That's a that you're stretching. You're beyond stretch. But if you want to consider that, I must tell you the entire workout was around nine minutes. Now that could be, that could be eight, that could be 12. It was, it was around nine minutes. Okay. He was dripping in sweat and exhausted when it ended. If he was sandbagging, neither of those things would be true. He was exhausted when it was ended. He did an interview after the workout. And the huffs and the puffs that were coming, as he was trying to catch his breath, would clear up any doubt of whether he was holding back. Now, you see why Andy Foster in California has the policies and protocols in place that he has. Real straightforward, the way Andy Foster does it in California. If you are of a certain age, you are going to reserve something called the benefit of the doubt. If you say you can do it, and you say you want to do it willingly, I am going to let you try. If you pass a certain time in life, I would never take your opportunity away, but I am going to come out and observe prior to issuing a license. Now we see why that makes a lot of sense. We see that. We see why California resisted. I wanna bring that to you only because when California kicked it, there was some pushback, but now you see a full vindication of their athletic commission, of the decision makers, and of the policy. And I went through it in California. That policy kicks in at 40. At 40 years old, hey, look, just straight up, doesn't matter, you can be the champion of the world, doesn't matter. At 40, here's how we're gonna do it here. And I went through the steps in the process. And I thought it was silly. I didn't think it pertained. But you gotta put the line somewhere, and I get it. I would never disagree. I would never raise an eyebrow again. And you do continue to have to give Vitor credit, right? Because he didn't know this. He didn't know. As much as I would love to take away from Tito Ortiz, the night that Tito went in there to fight Chuck, Tito did not realize I'm in here with a shell. I'm in here with a shell of what used to be, right? He didn't know that. Tito knew, I'm pulling up tonight, and I'm going to make the walk against a guy who kicked my ass every day in training and beat me in front of the world, not once, but twice. I'm going to walk out there. I'm going to do it anyway. Tito gets credit. Tito gets credit. He went and did his part. Vitor just got armed with some new news. That's still Evander Holyfield. I can sit back and say these things, pound my chest. I'm not about to walk in there with him. I'm going to have to sit back and go, hey, now, I saw the way that I think I saw, right? He was tired, and he was huffing and puffing, and California didn't license him. And here we are, sure moving up in weight class, but this isn't the same guy. I mean, you're gonna have to walk out and take on a guy that whipped everybody's ass you've ever heard of. So Vitor still gets a level of credit I will share with you. The line will change. I'm talking to you in real time. By the time I get this out to you, it will be changed. Will it go as far as a four to a four and a half? Maybe. Maybe. I got a call today from a buddy named Ryan and he asked me one question and he said, how do I bet on Vitor? It wasn't a joke. And I answered the question. Go to DraftKings.com. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Guess what? I got some great news for you. Uncle Chael is now on TikTok. I'm putting videos up there all the time for you guys to follow. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check in next Wednesday because there's gonna be plenty of more. Until then, I'm Chael Sonnen and you are welcome.